Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Hey, welcome back. I have a great show for you guys today. Four Proven Money-Making Motivating Mindset Systems. This is a um, show that Julie's been working on for a little while. It's obviously designed to help you guys keep your minds focused on making money, but primarily being of service to other folks. Oddly enough, the more you are uh, focused on being of service to other folks, the closer you are going to become to having the essentially the most powerful mindset you uh, can create. And uh, with that mindset, you'll make lots and lots of money. Julie, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you. I think I'm live. You can let me know. Well, you um, are because yeah. you just heard me welcome you, weirdo. All right. Very good. Well, I didn't know if you could hear me, so it's all good. All right. It's going to be a fun show. And I just have a couple of quick fa- uh, Facebook shout outs whenever you're ready. Go for it. All right. Cool. From Nikia Lucas Hill, one of my favorite premier coaching clients. She comes to every call with really killer questions. She writes, my first day at Orange Theory was awesome. Bigger goals for a second quarter needs higher accountability. Physical and fiscal health are related. Get it in. So you can tell she's paying attention. Her first day at uh, Orange Theory Fitness, she has 17 splat points, burned more than 500 calories, and has a nice picture to prove it. So nice job, Nikia. That's fantastic. Keep up the good work. Quite a few newer coaching members posting their information so they can network on the Facebook page and get some great referral action. And then there's a very serious-looking posting from Chuck Phobes, not looking exactly business professional, but getting down to business making calls, wearing his camouflage Harris Rules hat with his scripts in the background. So looking like he's getting down to business. Thanks for posting that. And then back to you, Tim. Yeah. So, guys, listen, a couple quick announcements. The uh, event in July, Harris VIP Mastermind, if you've not secured your seat, make sure you do that today. We're probably going to expand the number of seats. It looks like we're going to have some event sponsors, so that's kind of fun. So please do go to Harris VIP Mastermind and uh, secure your seat. It's uh, quite a few months from now, so you have plenty of time to uh, make sure that you're going to have no scheduling conflicts. I believe it's the last Saturday in July. It's going to be something special, like something you've never attended before. Julie and I are actually having a lot of fun creating. Okay, I'll give you guys the latest idea. And this is something we're definitely going to do. One of our sponsors wants to bring one of those walk-in cash things, like where all of a sudden there's a bunch of you know, $20 bills flying around and you're in this uh, clear, you know, I don't know what it would be. Like a cash um, tornado box. machine. Yeah, exactly. You guys have seen these before. Well, so they want to bring that and they're going to provide the cash too. So that's even better. So that's going to be something else. So this is not going to be a normal event. This is going to be something where you guys will feel bonded, connected. I'll tell you where, I'll tell you, you know, um, Julie and I've been talking a lot about this. Um, And I'm trying, I don't understand it completely. And if any of you guys have backgrounds, um, maybe knowing more about psychology than we do, do send me in the right direction. Give me some book referrals and such. But one of the things I've noticed that makes Orange Theory and really our coaching program, anything that's really sticky, anything that you want to belong to, is because it fills the need that all of us have to be uh, belong to a tribe. I know there's lots of books written on the word tribe and all the rest of it. 
But it's something that once you experience it, it is almost, and I know this is going to sound, this is heavy handed, so just bear with me. I'm just trying to make a point quickly. It almost feels spiritual. And I know that after Julie and I go, uh, we've been doing uh, Orange Theory since last September. Um, and it always sucks. It's never easy, <laughs> you know? And here we are. Today is our fourth date this week. And I'm telling you right now, I'm probably going to, I don't know, I'm going to be really glad when it's over. Let's just put it, leave it at that. But here's the thing that's interesting. We've made really interesting, close, quick, close friends with a lot of the people that show up at the same Orange Theory, you know, 430 uh, class that we do. And, uh, you know, it, no big surprise. But what is interesting is the nature of those relationships is more intense than what you normally would have expected. And, and the reason is, and I, I know because I've, again, I've just read stuff about this, but anytime a group of people are in a um, situation that has stress or has some sort of, you know, base lizard brain survival mechanisms that are triggered, for example, all that running, you know, that you do in Orange Theory, or the succeeding as a group, or, you know, prodding people along and supporting each other. It's very tribal in nature. And as a result of that, you easily, you form connections really quickly, and they're real connections. They're real sort of cuts past all the normal bullshit that you have to go through when you're getting to know somebody. You guys understand what I'm saying here? Which, by the way, it's one of the top reasons, aside from the health benefits, that we want all of you guys to go to Orange Theory. We have no business relationship. We're, we're just fans. Is uh, that you will form those relationships, and each of your classes has 24 people in it. You will have 24 very close friends probably within 90 days, and those are going to be great, powerful referral sources for you. Very easy to make connections in, in that environment. Well, that's the reason that we want to do small events. We have done personally um, hosted, presented at events with hundreds, if not, I think the biggest one was over a thousand people. We didn't like doing it personally. And the biggest reason was it's because we personally want to connect with every one of you and you can't do it when there's a gazillion people on stage. And so it just becomes one of these sort of, you know, I don't even know what you want to call it, but it's not real. It's fake. So you have to essentially you perform and it's like a big rock concert, you know? So it's not something that really is going to allow people to have those connections with the other attendees it's not something that's really going to create long-term lasting change in people's lives. So what we're going to do, and the July event's going to be the prototype for it, is we're, and we've done these before, we're going to do more and more of these masterminds. We're going to do them primarily in Austin. And the biggest reason is, is because we can control the costs. As soon as we start traveling and all the expenses of going to a different town, it's going to get really expensive. And Austin's easy for you guys to fly into and out of. So that's where they're going to be. Expect more of them. I'm expecting to do maybe one every other month. But it's not at all that will happen after July. You definitely want to attend the first one in July because that one's going to be truly special. Um, so second thing I've been getting emails about, and this is email. We get these emails all the time. We get emails, job applications, resumes for people wanting to be coaches. Um, I don't know the exact number, but I bet you receive 10 to 15 of these a month. And we don't even mention it, right? So here's an, I'm formally announcing something that uh, Julie and I are also working on but it's not yet ready to launch, but I'm just going to uh, let all of you know so you can send us emails if you want to be part of this group. We are going to offer coach certification, and this coach certification is going to be a 12-month program, and at the end of the coach certification, you'll be Harris, a Harris certified coach, but here's what makes it special. You're going to have access to all the information to sell to, like, for example, if you want it, the model I'm copying is, um, Julie, I always forget the name of that. What's that, the uh, workout thing? What's that CrossFit, CrossFit, yeah. So CrossFit's business model is what we're going to copy. So CrossFit, basically, you can buy a license for a CrossFit uh, gym, 
and it's not a franchise, but you do have access to all of CrossFit systems and CrossFit this, the other things. And the only thing they ask you to do is um, use their logo correctly and things like that. You don't even have to follow the CrossFit workout plan inside your gym. They don't control how many CrossFits there are in a particular town. The owner's philosophy, which I think is awesome, is the strong will survive. The better business people will survive. The people running the better gym will survive. Makes sense, right? And we're going to do the – literally, we're going to copy what CrossFit did because it's a quick, easy way – to scale, allowing people to have their own coaching businesses. So a lot of you guys have wanted to be coaches. You've asked us to be coaches. So we're going to, there's going to be a career path for you to follow where you can be a Harris certified coach. And then we're going to uh, grant you access to all of our systems. You're going to have, if you were to say, for example, do an event in your office and you were to sell, you know, a certain number of people into coaching, you wouldn't have to create product. You wouldn't have to worry about fulfillment. You wouldn't have to worry about customer service. You wouldn't have to worry about, um, you know, merchant services accounts, none of those things. And if you don't know how much of a pain in the ass it is to put all that together, it's ridiculous. So you are going to hypothetically, this is just an idea. I'm hoping you guys give us feedback on this. You're going to hypothetically have a license in essence to uh, be a Harris certified coach where you can uh, create your own coaching business as a Harris certified coach. And we all done all the heavy lifting for you. You won't need to do anything other than you'll have to sell your own coaching clients, which a lot of you can do just organically in your own marketplaces once you're hair certified, right? Hypothetically, again, working on this idea. Um, so I, if some of you are going to say, what the hell is Tim talking about? But others of you I know are going like, ha, huh, I've always wanted to be a coach before. Now I see a path to doing it. So if you're interested in that, we're still working out the details. I want you to email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com. Tim at timandjulieharris.com and let me know you're interested in becoming a certified coach. And we're going to put a list together of folks. And then I'm hoping to have um, the inaugural group of certified coach, the training program uh, to start sometime in the next 60 days. Yeah. So just email me, Tim at timandjulieharris.com. Oh, and we will um, on occasion be providing coaching clients to the people that are Harris certified. So we have coaching, uh, we have coaches that work for us. All those folks are already Harris certified, but if you had a, if you were hypothetically a license holder and we had somebody that you would be a good fit for as a coach, we'll refer that client to you. So that'd be another way. I'm not going to take responsibility for doing the selling for you, but we inevitably will be able to help you sell. So there it is. There's the roundabout idea. Julie, did I explain that or well enough or is that pretty confusing? Yeah. No, I, I think, you know, it's a, it's a thought in process. So the subject to modification, yeah. but no, yeah, it makes sense right. to me. And there has been a lot of interest in it. Um, you know, we're just going to have to compile our list and see what kind of real interest. So don't yep. wait. Send Tim an email about your interest, Tim at timandjulieharris.com. Everything's spelled out normally. So, yep. yes, should be interesting. And let us know if you're interested before we waste time on it. That's really a thing. A lot of folks are looking yep. to transition out of real estate and they're looking for, or they're looking for something to do in addition to real estate. And that's the, I think that's, pretty much who we're trying to attract is somebody who's looking to, uh, you know, they've been in the business for a while. They know they have a lot to offer. They're natural leaders. They could do something more with the knowledge that they have in their heads. They just don't know how to monetize it. Well, that's what this is all about. So if you're interested, email me directly, Tim at timandjulieharris.com. So Julie, we have four quick points. Yes, four critical rituals to change your life. These are things to not just say, hey, that was a great idea, but to actually implement. These have easy implementations. Number one, the ritual of simply doing one thing and only one thing at a time. Multitasking is a myth. We sacrifice our power of being present when we are attempting to multitask, and we do so for the perceived benefit 
of improved productivity that actually doesn't exist. Research indicates that multitaskers are actually less likely to be productive, yet they feel more emotionally satisfied with their work, thus creating an illusion of productivity. For example, time to be honest, do you check social media apps on your phone when you're sitting in your office meeting or when you're spending time with family and friends? Or worse, when you're driving? Do you eat lunch at your desk or while you're on the freeway? Is the TV on in your home all the time even when you're busy doing other things? Do you send the occasional text message while you're driving? These are just a few examples of the attempt at multitasking that a lot of people think is just normal. The biggest cost of doing multiple things all at once, assuming you don't crash from texting and driving, that would be a big, you know, the biggest cost, but assuming it wasn't that, it's a gradual decline in your productivity and happiness over the long term. So when you are in the habit of persistently dividing your attention, you are only partially engaged in each activity and rarely focused on any one. And this dizzying lack of focus eventually trips you up and destroys your production. Okay, so let's use a little metaphor to bring this home. If you hold a magnifying glass over a little pile of dry leaves and the sun shines bright on the hottest afternoon of the whole year, nothing will happen as long as you keep moving the magnifying glass. Here and there and everywhere, none of the leaves will catch fire. But as soon as you hold it still and you focus it, the sun's rays on one single leaf, the whole pile of leaves will ignite into flames. See the difference? Moving around here, there, and everywhere, nothing really happens. There's another analogy often used, which is at 211 degrees, nothing's happening, but at 212, that last degree, that makes all of the difference. But it requires focus. Remember what the word focus stands for. Follow one course until successful. That's the power of focusing on one thing at a time. And furthermore, Tim, I didn't include this in our notes, but I read a great report in uh, Psychology Today that actually proved that multitasking is a myth. It showed that your brain is not actually doing multiple things at the same time. Instead, what it's doing is rapidly firing off these synapses and then those synapses turning on and off quickly which is actually physically detrimental to your brain and exhausting you without you even knowing it. So there is no multitasking. So your opportunity is to realize that you are your own magnifying glass in your life and that you can intentionally focus the energy you get on one single leaf at a time. When you do so, you can ignite the flames that move your projects, your dreams, your relationships, everything around you because you have that focus. So ritual number one, Cut out the multitasking. You know, I have a client who's about to go to Italy, Tim, where I was just talking to her about what you and I noticed at Lake Como, different lifestyle. Nobody was on their cell phones. Nobody was texting. They're just walking around having a nice time talking to each other, including bringing their kids along at 9 or 10 o'clock at night and just being social with each other. But they didn't have their phones off. Do you remember when we noticed that? Yeah. I mean, I mean Lake Como, Italy, guys. Lake Como in Italy. So, so this phenomena of, uh, you know, being connected and, but Julie, I'm going to, let's just make this personal. Okay. So the multitasking sure. thing is something that you struggle with personally. And if we're being honest, it's a ego thing saying that you can multitask at a high level, even yeah. though scientifically it's impossible because your brain is not designed that way. But a lot of women try to multitask. It's like a feminine trait sure. I've noticed or feminine, I don't know what you want to call it. So from a female's perspective, for all the sake of 118,000 people yeah. who are listening right now, how have you or how are you weaning yourself off the habit of trying to multitask? 
Yeah, well, first is having this knowledge that when I'm attempting to do that, it's actually a bunch of baloney. <laughs> I'm probably just doing several things not at the highest level possible. And catching yourself is the first thing. Okay, so I think that honestly having Zoe who is on all the time, high energy doing 5 million things running around and having to be focused on her, you look away for a second, she's climbing to that top shelf of the fridge where the chocolate is. You know, so I think that that focuses me pretty. That's my magnifying glass is seeing things through her eyes, but not everybody has the advantage of a four-year-old running around all the time. Um, I think that as a coach, you drill down because we're sensitive to hearing clients either, you know, their cell phones going off in the background if you're on a coaching call and, you know, things like that. Um, but for me personally, I, it's catching myself and saying, you know what, what is the most important thing right here this second? So when, like when I'm on a coaching call, okay, I'm not doing a million different things. I am focused, that client's notes are on my screen. That's who I'm focused on, their homework. I probably have two or three clients coming right after them. And when I talk to them, I'm going to be talking to them. And you know, it's funny, Tim, these guys don't have a problem with this when they're on a listing presentation. They're not texting their friends and checking Facebook when they're on a listing presentation. They take that pretty seriously. But there's so many things in the business that you can apply that to. I always go to like prospecting is the easy but the easy target for that. Like anything qualifies to get in the way of your prospecting and lead follow-up. Why? Because you don't look at it like you look at a listing presentation. You don't have the same focus, which brings me to point number two, ritual-wise. And this absolutely is a game changer for all of you guys listening in real estate, the ritual of calling 100% of your leads back urgently 100% of the time. It doesn't make sense to add on any lead generation spokes when you are not the best at following up on what you already have. How many of you guys fill out your free coaching call requests and, and when we ask, what do you want to talk about? I want to add lead generation. Then the coach drills down about what you've already got in front of you and it's actually your lead follow-up that's terrible. It's bad coaching to add a bunch of stuff on when you're not already drilled down and great at this kind of focus. So this specific habit can improve your production as much as 50% year over year. If you're a premier coaching client, follow the 18 relentless lead follow-up rules and see how your business has changed forever. It is a ritual. It is part of your job. Blowing that off, you're, what you're really saying, you're holding your hand up in the air going, oh no, I, I don't feel like helping you, Mr. Seller, today. Somebody else can help you and, and have your business. No, no. It's okay. I'll get to you when I feel like it, if I feel like it. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? I get obnoxious on this point because I know what the huge difference it is when they get good at it. Well, but let's be honest. If you if you if there's only one thing that you guys could get the biggest bang for the buck for, it really would be your lead follow up. We call it fanatical. Uh, fan, what is it, actually? Fanatical lead follow up. No, that's not what it's called. Fanatical. Yes. Well, it's always yeah. been relentless so, lead follow up, but um, yes. Go ahead. Fanatically fast lead follow-up, okay? So that's Seriously. the key to success. And, and yeah, there you go. Damn, we're, you and I need more coffee today, woman. <laughs> it's in our book and we forgot. It's called Fury. It's Friday. That's what it is. No, you know what it is? Orange Theory. They can tell. They can hear it happening oh. live on air. You know, like mental horsepower being led out to pasture. Yes, furiously fast lead follow-up. I believe it's chapter five in our book. Maybe we'd get there eventually. Yes. Eventually. So furiously fast with our shared brain. So furiously fast lead follow-up. That's going to be, if you guys just do that at a high level, 
that in itself will set you aside from everybody else in life. Because most everybody else is just, I don't like using, I don't like, I don't like mincing words. They're just lazy. Now they're going to say, well, I have a schedule. I have something. They're just lazy. They just don't want to do the work. Why don't they want to do the work? Because they're lazy. Just cut through all the other bullshit and the, my mindset about lead follow-up or my scheduling priorities or this, the other thing. Guys, look, if you call the lead back and you qualify the lead and you find out the lead's motivation, whether it's a buyer or a seller, and a lot of buyers present who also have seller houses to sell, so make sure you're using our scripts to get the bat out of them. And then if they're a seller and you know, presenting as a buyer, you want to chase them as a seller because that's going to be the better business. And then you'll secure the buyer side automatically. You guys follow me on all that? Pretty simple. So here's the thought for you. How quick does it take for you to return a lead? Our best coaching clients, will return a lead within typically 45 seconds or less, a call, an email. By the way, an email with no phone number should be emailed back right away asking for the phone number. Lead follow-up digitally, I realize millennials, this makes your skin crawl, but digital lead follow-up does not work as well as picking up the phone. Now you might call them and they might send you to voicemail and that's fine, but always ask for a phone number. A phone number allows you also to send a text too, right? So that's going to be the better form of communication. An email with Mr. Seller, I appreciate you calling about that property. What's your phone number? I'll send you all the information right away. I'll text it to you or I'll call you with it. Blah, blah, blah. If, you'll never hear back from half of them because they weren't serious in the first place. So forget about them. Go through the process of pre-qualifying using all of our questions and do it fanatically. Do it fast. Do it without blinking and do it on every lead. And you will be astonished. I, I can tell you guys real estate story after real estate story from our own personal career about how we did literally bozillions of dollars in commissions simply because we called the leads back when we didn't want to. I, I don't want to tell a story because we don't have enough time, but I remember standing in our kitchen in New Albany, Ohio, getting a lead that came in at like 830. And I was probably already half glass into a glass, you know, half, you know, half gla uh, glass into a, a red wine in me. But I called that lead back and that one lead spawned at least 10 transactions over the next probably 12 to 18 months. And all the transactions, the least expensive one was like 750 grand because I called him back because the executive, the CEO who was moving his staff there, right? He was impressed I that, that I called him back and he didn't know me from Adam, but he was just so impressed that we called him back so fast. Guys, that makes a huge difference. Do not Huge. forget furiously fast lead follow up like we did. <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. Point number three, Julie. Yeah, you got to be there when people actually need you. So point number three. Now we're going to go into a little mindset uh, business here. The ritual of journaling for 15 minutes or less a day. More if you can carve out the time. J.K. Rowling, okay, who wrote Harry, Harry Potter, keeps a journal. Eminem keeps a journal. That was for the millennial types. Oprah keeps a journal. Successful people all over the world those who consistently make positive changes in their lives reflect daily and learn from their life experiences. They often use some kind of journal to accomplish this. It could just be writing down three things you're grateful for from today. Maybe there was something that was challenging that you need to noodle on and write down some notes about it. But if you want to get somewhere in life, you need a map and use your journal for that map. You can write down what you did, what you tried to accomplish, challenges and victories, what you're grateful for. It's where you reflect. It's a place to capture your important thoughts. It's to sort out where you've been and where you intend to go, and it's one of the most underused, incredibly effective tools. It's inexpensive, effective, and cathartic, so that's an easy one to implement. Point number four, the ritual to change what you have the power to change and leave the rest alone. 
accept that there are no perfect transactions, no perfect prospects, no perfect closings in real estate, and embrace the serenity prayer. That is no, more, no place that's more needed than in the middle of a real estate transaction. The serenity prayer uh, was written by Reinhold Niebuhr, for those nerdy types that wanted to know who started that. There's the best known form. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Some of you guys have so much stress in your real estate lives because you think you can control everything. And you know that you can't. You can control things like buyer and seller pre-qualifying, your own schedule, prospecting, doing marketing on time. You can control certain things. You cannot control what an appraiser says, how the home inspection goes, closing dates for the most part, and things like that. I will never forget coming to the realization that some of my stress was because I actually expected deals to go smoothly versus knowing that there will be issues that you have got to handle and you've got to be the best one to handle them. That was a big aha moment for me, especially as we did more and more transactions. I find this with our newer kick-ass listing agents, Tim, that some of them will hit a wall when they get to, say, 10 or 15 listings because they are not used to managing all of the different bits and pieces and they still have the expectation that everything's going to go swimmingly all the time. I would remind all of you guys that there are more than 40 different individuals involved in a real estate transaction. Some of them are going to either create trouble or have a bad day or something's going to go sideways. Your job is to keep it all together and control what you can control and let go of the rest. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? No, I think it was a good, concise, four-point call. Thank you. Uh, great content, Ms. Harris. I appreciate it. Thank you. I hope they do something with it. Yeah. I always tell them, you know, people compliment our podcast all the time. It's only as good as what you guys implement, what you do with it. So take a second to be introspective and ask yourselves, what am I going to do? Am I going to start a journal? Maybe I'm going to start really easily and just write down three things I'm grateful for every day. How am I going to handle my lead follow-up? Am I going to sit on it and only do my lead follow-up when I feel like I'm starving for business? It's kind of the realtor way. Or am I going to take it seriously and have furiously fast lead follow-up, 45 seconds or less, and be there when somebody needs my help? I wonder how much more business I'll do when I act that way. Just a thought. I've got to get to Premiere, so I'll let you wrap. So, guys, um, Harris VIP Mastermind, grab your seat. And if you're interested in becoming a Harris Certified Coach, I just kind of gave you the rough outline of what we're thinking about. Let us know if we're on the right path. Let us know if that's something you're interested in. Email me directly, Tim at timandjulieharris.com. If we can get probably 20 people in the initial uh, training session, then I think we'll do it. Otherwise, I don't think we will. It's not going to be for everyone. You know, being a coach is not an easy job. It's not something that, frankly, a lot of folks are going to want to do because it does require a lot of focused discipline. You cannot, nowadays, you can't say that you're a coach unless you actually have a real good thorough uh, education on essentially how to coach. Coaching is not just presenting. Coaching is not telling. Coaching is not, um, you know, instructing. Coaching is asking great questions and listening to the answers and helping people move towards the goals that they've set for themselves or you've helped set with them. I have to say coaching is one of the most cathartic things. It's so cathartic, meaning that you can have a coaching call with somebody and all of a sudden they're working through a work through the same thing that maybe you are working on yourself. And sometimes the clients come up with great solutions and it's like, wow, brilliant. You're actually, you know, it's, it's cathartic because they're helping you as much as you're helping them. The coaching that you'd receive, the coach training you'd receive as a Harris certified coach would be specific to helping folks 
build a real estate practice that's very profitable and making it so they can essentially create enough profit that they can establish, uh, you know, passive income streams that they can be rich. That is basically, if you want to know what our coaching is, read Harris rules. That is the backbone, really. That's, I think Harris rules is a good drill down. If you want to, those of you who are just discovering us for the first time, just get the book from Amazon. It's a number one international bestseller with over 300 five-star reviews, Harris rules. But that's the premise for the coach certification as well. So if that is something that you're interested in, and I know some of you guys are looking for multiple income streams, some of you guys are looking for, you're at a point in your careers where you want to maybe pivot and do something else, I get it. And uh, I talk with a lot of you guys that express interest in working for us as being a coach, and some of you make great coaches. Um, that's You're motivating me to want to come out with a certified program. So let us know, Tim at timandjulieharris.com. And you guys have a fantastic day. Remember, we have, I think, something like 3,000 shows now that are available for replay on our website, timandjulieharris.com, or, of course, over on iTunes or Stitcher and all your, you know, usual podcasting places where all these things live, okay? You guys have a fantastic day. If you need us for anything, Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Thanks. Have a, have a great day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.